0: Welcome, welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast, where I am excited to offer you interviews and conversations with people who have figured out who it was that they needed to be in order to get the achievements and reach the levels where they wanted to go. And today I am grateful, honored, and super, super excited to have Marie Hale with me here. I was introduced to Marie by a mutual friend, um, a very Older, blunt, keeps telling me she's retired and still does more than any 30-year-old I know friend who I just had a blast with and hit it off with her so fast. And she was just like, you need to meet Marie. And she was right. She was right. So I seriously can't wait for people to hear your story and what you're up to and how you got there. But why don't you give them, you know, give our audience here a little more formal introduction to who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, so I have owned a marketing agency in the Chicagoland area for ooh, I don't know maybe fifteen-ish years.
2: Just a few. Yeah,
1: just a few. I've been a, I, an entrepreneur since I was a baby. So um, with that company, we really specialize in creating a soup-to-nuts marketing experience that's meant to build small businesses and medium-sized businesses and give them the machine. And the understanding as to the why, so that at any point they can let go of our hand, bring it back in, and they they know how to manage it. The other side of that is we make sure that you know how to sell because we're not going to prove ROI if you can't close. Right. The company is at <laughs> and revenue. Then it's
0: all your fault, right? <laughs> and then it's all your fault.
1: We are at revenue, not at doing marketing stuff. So we've combined those things into a hand in glove experience and the results have been truly remarkable. Um, I'm very proud to say that after one heck of a 2020, every one of our clients was more profitable than they had been in the previous years. Nice. That's That's not an easy thing to say.
0: No, that is fantastic. That is fantastic. And then you've taken that a step beyond.
1: I have, and that's kind of where my story begins. That's
0: where it gets really interesting.
1: So I have had quite a journey in my entrepreneurial life. Um, for years I had owned Lipstick Logic Marketing, which oh, well. I loved, that was my baby and I do love a good alliteration. And mostly my <laughs> and clients lipstick. were men. And a
0: good lipstick.
1: <laughs> Most of my clients were men, they figured I had a secret and I let them think that. Um, And in 2016, I combined that business with my best friend of 10 years, who had just become my life partner of about I think we were about three years at that point with his sales coaching and development business Um, because we'd been referring business back and forth for a decade. Why wouldn't we put it together? And it was it was lightning in a bottle. It was I mean we smashed our first year goal in three months.
0: But one of the things, first of all, freaking amazing, but I just want to point out something you said, because you both had successful businesses, knew what you were doing and came to this situation on equal footing. And one of the mistakes, and you can tell me if you see this as well, one of the mistakes I've watched entrepreneurs, newer entrepreneurs make over and over and over again, I call it hooking their wagon to somebody's horse and they don't know the horse or being the horse, like they're the one who's out there doing the thing. And all of a sudden people want to hook their wagon to them and not in a malicious way, not in a, they're drawn to the energy yeah, and if you do that before you know you and know the other person, it's a bit of a mm, show, like
1: oh, it yeah, it'll totally bite you in the ass. Yeah, and it, it did that to me a little later on in the story uh, <laughs> because you know we were very lucky in that we had two different skill sets, but we loved being together twenty four hours a day. Like if, if we weren't in the same room, we were generally pretty frustrated about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And we took my experience in operationalizing businesses and creating those internal structures and created, we we put structures together before we ever put out a shingle. And being able to start from that space gives you such tremendous, opportunity to see where things are not working quickly and, and change very quickly.
0: That's and so different than, that's different than getting ready to get ready to get ready to do the thing.
1: Right. No, it was in there doing the thing. Now test the thing. Right. Test it. Try it, track it, change it. Yep. And we would go through that process continuously. Um and we also had a phenomenal network. We had spent 20 years making good values aligned connections in chicago and thank god we did because seven months after we opened our doors he passed and so there i was with a five-year-old and we had just sunk everything we had into opening the business there was no net for me
0: well and the emotion of losing a partner you know way before it's quote unquote,
2: okay.
1: Yeah. He wasn't, it was, he was 49.
2: Yeah.
1: I was 37. You know, you, you never imagine being widowed at 37. Right. And I had three weeks to figure out what I was going to
2: do. Why three weeks? Because I had to get back to running the business Mm -hmm. and I had to decide if, if
1: I was going to step into his role and do his job, Teaching the curriculum we had spent 10 years putting together, or if I was going to let that part die. And in my soul, it wasn't that I felt that I needed to carry his legacy. It never felt like that to me. But I knew that if I didn't keep teaching sales from a place of love, if I didn't move forward with that particular message and skill set that we were. Using time
0: you did it to begin with, didn't change.
1: No, absolutely not. And so, you know, I had to learn how to grieve on brand so that we didn't lose all of our customers' faith and that we could still close. And it was, I I was the whole show, you know, luckily I had some great partners that were. And
0: this is, this is a perfect example of this whole concept for this podcast is you'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. But there's no one version of that. No. There's no one- It can change. It changes constantly. Can you be the person who grieves, gets the work done, and honors the love by continuing? And for some people, that wouldn't have been the right approach.
2: Right. But it's who do you need to be in the moment? And um, one of the weird, because something's, you know, that is
0: such an example of it's so clear and obvious that an external situation has affected you. But the truth is something always happens. And it's not that level. And it's not necessarily the level of COVID locking us all down. But something always happens. And one of the best comments, one of my little catchphrases, and I don't know even where it came from, how we ca- I came up in conversation, right? Because that's how it always works is the truth of the matter is that the situation doesn't dictate the outcome. The person does.
1: Yep. Attitude is the filter for everything. It's the one thing you can control.
0: Yeah.
1: Once you learn to take 100% responsibility for your life, which is chapter one of success principles by Jack Canfield, take 100% responsibility, whether it happens to you or you happen to it, you're the only one that is going to be holding the bag at the end of the day.
0: Well, and it's, A lot of people listen to that because I'm. that's like a huge thing for me, especially coming out of a background, working with families with aging parents, um, watching them not have conversations and not make decisions and then things happening to them. And people look at that as a challenge. And I look at it as empowering. Why would I give my control away to anybody? Isn't it a thing of beauty that if I take personal responsibility for everything, I get to create whatever I want?
1: Entrepreneurialism. And I'm going to loop back to that as we get a little further down the tail because it gets a little more dark and twisty. It
0: gets a little messier
1: before the, the sun comes out. It does. Um, and it was very, very unique for me. And I think that to speak to what you were saying about, um, about really knowing yourself, there was not a piece of me that felt like I needed to keep this company going to honor that love.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That love was what it was. Huge
2: miraculous but it wasn't my purpose mm-hmm.
1: right and so walking through the fog and and trying to you know make my way through and anybody that's been through grief knows that there's just it you almost it, it feels like walking through quicksand like you can't hear right you can't see right but you keep moving you get up you put on your lipstick and you keep walking And very shortly after that, I got so blessed. My best friend of 15 years who I had dragged her into every business venture I had ever had, and she was a bookkeeper for a hospital. Like She literally sat next to the morgue and did the accounting,
2: oh.
1: and she was, a, she was a worker bee. She would much rather do that than any <laughs> of this crazy entrepreneurial crap I was doing. And I had made her a deal when we started the company. I said, if I can pay you more and give you benefits, will you come work with me? Well, shortly after Jim passed, I was in that position. And she came on and she was my office manager. She lived with me and my daughter three days a week. And she was the coolest auntie ever (laughs) um, and really did a tremendous amount to stabilize me and give me a chance to sit in that CEO seat.
0: Well, and one of the things that you're saying without saying it is we don't do this alone.
1: No, and and you you can't. You can't. It is impossible. And I think we've learned that several times over during the pandemic. Um and it was I mean it was a life changer. She she brought joy everywhere she went.
2: And that August she passed. Oh my God. So within about 16 months of each other, Oof. I lost my entire chosen family. And that was hard. Well, and it's not to say the first one wasn't hard, but well, trauma compounds, <laughs> trauma compounds. It absolutely does. And you kind of walk through that and Speaking at her funeral, everybody that got up said that they had seen such a change in her that suddenly
1: she felt smarter and, and believed in herself more and had more joy and just sense of self and because she was purpose. being
2: valued. Right. And, and she had tapped into a purpose. Yeah. And that was. One of the biggest blessings in my life to be part of that. Yeah. And that's really kind of like the who I am part of it is, yes, I have perfunctory things that I do, but the bigger purpose is how can we help as many
1: people as possible in this lane? And I know that building small businesses allows them to take better care of their employees which takes better care of their communities which strengthens the fiber of neighborhoods and makes for a a better place to live across the board and so again we we put on our lipstick and we keep marching um and you know now we're kind of rolling into 2019 and i had taken on a, a business partner who walked in one day and said, I don't think I want to do marketing anymore. And by the way, I want out of my, in my non-solicit.
2: Oh, fun.
1: And I told her to get out of my office. Um, and so it was like, okay, breakup after breakup after breakup kind of thing. And it was like, f- fine, I'm done. So-, so
0: how do you not quit? You know, I ask, and, and your story's a little different because like you said, you've been an entrepreneur your whole life. A lot of the people I talked to had a corporate high level job, high level of experience, and then became entrepreneurs. And so I can understand why you don't quit from that perspective, because the whole idea of going and having a job is just like foreign to your DNA.
1: Yeah, I'm entirely unemployable.
0: Right. And I I say that as well now, but I didn't start that way. Um,
2: But how do you not stop?
1: When you're connected to a why that is so much bigger than yourself, I don't think I could forgive myself if I stopped. And I can forgive myself for a whole lot of stupid shit.
0: Well, and it's because, you know, and I I love having, I've had the, I did a talk this morning. I love hearing you say this. And now, you know, just more re-emphasis why we were supposed to know each other. Um, Because when your purpose is that big, It's different. It's like not even an option. And, and okay, so we're having this conversation in February, but having done my big annual review and your goals and everything, I had this realization that having a business of a certain size just kept feeling weird. And what I finally came up with is it's not a business. I need to create a platform. I need to create a platform where not only can I offer assistance, but my life changed when i learned how to leverage other people's platforms yeah and that's so much more exciting to share your story to give you a place to come share your story with people who might not have heard it to have events where people can share their story and their abilities and their offers and grow their businesses
1: yeah and do it from a from a place of authenticity and collaboration because oh. if we're not lifting as we climb
0: Then what's the
1: point? You doing why, right? Just go find something else.
0: Because there's an easier way to make money. Oh, there is. That's the easier way to make money.
2: Absolutely.
1: And so, so I want to kind of bring us to. I I want looking back. I can say once I hit like that, kind of my business partner had done what she had done Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and I think I hit a space where I just I wasn't the spark wasn't there and I was still moving forward I was still doing the thing but you know here we're rolling into 2020 I don't know if anybody else went through that but it kind of sucked and I'm you know being a, a parent of the Chicago public school system Um, We were rolling in and out of things and being a high dominant personality, let me tell you, I was not built to be a third grade teacher.
0: God, I...
1: Oh, sweet baby Jesus.
0: The future is lucky. I'm not responsible for anyone's education at that level.
1: Can I tell you how happy I was that I only made one human? I was like, yeah, I did that. I made a responsible... And she's
0: still young (laughs) enough. They're still young enough. Like if that human was like, Fourteen, their future might
2: be in question.
1: Right? right, exactly. So, around about October, I was, man, I was on the struggle bus. I was, I was on the ner- the edge of a nervous breakdown. Like I could not, I couldn't follow what was happening in the schools. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. And thank God, I have just some bad ass business friends around me. And when I say business friends, like I take that very seriously. I'm, I don't want people that are going to tell me yes about everything. I want you to call me out on my stuff. I want you to give me the kind of loving honesty that that what I, it, I call it professional love. When you care enough about somebody to say the hard stuff, that's how you know you've got a real relationship, right? And one of my girlfriends, I, and I almost picture it like being in a pool and she reached down and grabbed my hand and yanked me up. And she said, Marie, you've been an entrepreneur since you were 22. You've created your life the way you wanted it. Why aren't you doing that now? And she gave me just some introductory pieces as to how to create homeschooling. And I was like, duh, she's home anyway. Why not put her schedule around my schedule? And if she's getting 110 minutes with a teacher, I can give her 120 minutes before dinner. Right. Right? So I was going through that and getting my getting my life sorted, and then I saw the feminine recession. Yep. And you know
2: how you get that like that deep
1: bubbling rage.
2: Like this is not okay.
1: What like did you just tell me we're gonna slide back 30 years in pay equality? Did I just hear that? In December, 140,000 people lost their jobs and they were all women. Like what what in the hell is going on? And in that moment of just kind of like breaking as a human, everything came into such laser focus. And for those of you that that are listening, that are entrepreneurs or that are are visionaries, and I'm not going to get super woo-woo, but I'm going to woo a little bit. Sometimes you have a physical tell when you're on the right path.
0: Oh my God. I have, I vibrate. I,
1: I my teeth vibrate,
0: vibrate and I don't know what to do with myself.
1: Yeah. It, it, like I know, I know that tell my teeth vibrate and I can see five years into the future. And it almost sounds like, uh, you remember the sound of like the, the tickers uh, on the clocks that would roll. Yes, yes, yes rolls back like that. And I see all the little steps that I need to take to get there over the next five years. And it happens like that. Boom. And so for me, that vision was forward revolution because I saw, okay, I've, I've run a hub and spoke multinational company for 15 years. Yep. I've got people and resources that can take care of and it's, it's called the She Session or the Feminine Recession, but it really, truly impacts LGBTQ, BIPOC, disabled right. persons, anything that falls into a diversity category has had massive impact. So not only can I provide them with work, continuing education and certifications, power, and I'm kind of done with like the empowerment. I don't want to be empowered. I want power. I want power to make decisions. I want power to be able to move myself in a direction.
0: Great. To be in, you know, that's where the tagline came from. Be in charge. I just, I don't want people making decisions about me. Period. End of story. Hard stop. Whatever you want to say.
2: Yeah. And it's not
0: controlling. It's not that I want to control anybody else. I'm like the least controlling person you'll come across. However. I don't, I don't want other people making decisions about what I do and do not get to
1: do. That's exactly what the pandemic did is it took away all of these decisions. And so I'm looking at all of this and I'm like, you know, we also need solidarity because there's a lot of mental switch that's going to have to happen. There's going to be a lot of imposter syndrome because we're looking at women that have spent a lifetime building a career only to get kicked down the ladder 30 years. Any woman that has been pushed out of her career or mommy tract is going to lose six months of income of revenue and of seniority for every month to two months that she's out of the workforce. And I'll be damned if I'm going to walk into a company and work for Todd, who just happened to be the first warm body in marketing that walked by and is making more money than I made when I was sitting in that seat.
0: I hope you're enjoying this conversation about what can happen when you are ready to step into being the person you need to be for success. If you're looking for some inspiration, motivation, motivation, and some actual things you can do to help you become the person it takes, you are going to want to join an amazing group of entrepreneurs at the Ready to Conquer virtual event on May 6th through 8th. In just three days, we're going to dive deep into how to command your own plan so you can dictate your own outcome. How to work on your business and not stay stuck working in your business. And seriously, build the business you dreamed of when you first decided to become an entrepreneur. Just go to conqueryourbusiness.com backslash ready to conquer and grab your ticket now. Well, and it, it feels a lot like what the recession did to seniors, Because back in 09, you know, when the recession hit and we lost everything from an investment standpoint, they were too old to have enough time to earn it back. And that's what we're seeing
2: happen to just a different group in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're 40 or older, There's
0: not enough years left in your, if you take the traditional job market route, where to make that back up, let alone.
1: Let alone recoup what you
2: lost. Right. Recoup what you lost. Right. I get
1: it. And so
2: I looked at that and I was like, okay, you know what this is?
1: This is a crack in the patriarchy. Because if we can give people what they truly need from a human perspective to take care of themselves and take care of their families and create a structure that works for them. Not what I want to see, but what works for you and your family? Do you want to work five hours? Do you want to work 40 hours? When do you want to work those hours? How, what would be best for your children as opposed to stuffing them into this cattle call kind of
2: It's so old. They don't,
0: you know, and based on circumstances that no longer exist
1: exactly
0: well and as a marketing person just to draw the parallel what I teach my clients what I know you teach your clients is to speak about your business in results outcome-based language yep this is just working in that direction
1: exactly the process doesn't matter if you get the results right hence at revenue and not doing stuff doing stuff You know, I'm I'm looking at all of these pieces and I'm saying, okay, we've got a chance to not only help people where they are now and give them back choices, but if you're looking at this from a bigger point of view, as we work with those clients, part of what we ask the revolutionaries for is that they make introductions to those positions that they've had to leave or into their network so that we can step in and be that fractional sales and marketing arm to keep that job open so that it doesn't go to the first, you know, Todd that walks by. And companies need that. They need that risk mitigation. They need that org that can help with a flexible cash flow
0: Because they don't know what to do either.
1: No, they don't. It's
0: not, you know, a lot of this stuff is being done systemically, but not maliciously.
1: Right, right. They've got, to, they're in a scramble. They've got to, you know, make things, make ends meet and they're dealing with the impacts of what's happening as well. Right. So this offers them an opportunity to pull levers that they wouldn't normally be able to pull because our entire team tends to cost less than a single employee right? and have more flexibility. And now they've got this pipeline of badass people that have been working on their contract that when and if they want to hire back in less turnover, easier onboarding, it all works. Right. And we help maintain culture because the last thing we want is to fall into a de facto old white guys club again. Well, right.
0: So back to your personal story, what I, what I really want to point out to people is how fast when you stay open to ideas, when you keep taking action, how fast you can actually go
2: from bottom feeling, you know, drowning in the pool to I'm so freaking excited.
0: I can't control myself.
1: Right. Right. I'm not going to save this. I'm going to change the, I'm going to change the way that work works. Right. And I'm not going to settle for anything less. So now we've got a system that is of huge benefit to everybody involved, including sponsors and those kind of folks, because there is no, there's no competition. Everybody else is trying to put women back into corporate positions where they're working 50, 60 hours a week and you can't, can't do it. And it's just not like, it's the system broke. Let's find a way to fix it. Well, so that's, you're
2: going to see it in
0: so many different ways in so many other ways, in the working virtual ways. And I think one of the gifts that the pandemic gave us is the way it should be no longer exists. And this really is an opportunity to change the new version of maybe it could be this way because we're so far fricking removed from what anybody thinks should be happening.
1: right? That if, if we don't, if we don't, if we don't take this opportunity to create it the way we want it to, it's going to be another hundred years. Exactly. And no, not on my watch, Uh, uh-uh, not having that. And so what was really, what I did not realize when I was going through this and we're talking, I had this idea on October 15th, we launched January 7th, done. I've got a world to change. People need this. Let's go.
0: Right. They can't wait, can't afford to wait.
1: Yeah. And what I didn't see was that I had taken all of this culmination of my experiences and my griefs and my losses and had built up some serious bounce back muscles along the way. The resilience and moved into my higher purpose and now it you know all of those those thoughts of it being a legacy experience or being what jim and marie created together is so quintessentially marie at its core that at 41 i came into my own again and i think that's a really unique feminine quality is you know the woman we are between 18 and 21 and 21 and 25 And 25 and 30 and 30 and 40 are such a vastly different broads. And I
0: left my corporate job at 40. I left, you know, at 40 is when I'm like, I don't know what I want, but this isn't it. And I was happy and well-paid and had wonderful people I was working with. So it wasn't. And here's another thing that you are really modeling the success I see that happens for people is those who are running towards something as opposed to those who are running away from something, because here's the problem. You're bringing you with it. And I wasn't running away from my corporate job. I ran toward creating something new. You're running towards creating something new. And that's really where the success comes and The magic can happen.
1: Yeah. And it's, I have to say, there has been, I mean, I, I've been completely reignited. Um, and the, the knowing that you're on a path, that's not only going to provide for your family, because I am still the whole show, right. um, but is going to change the lives of so many people what on earth would I be doing if not this?
2: Right. You you get to that point where you can't understand why you wouldn't. It's just like no plan B.
1: Plan B, please. Jump off that cliff and build your <laughs> wings on the way down. We've got work to do.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, so yeah. it's
0: just such an incredible story. And we could do three more episodes and we will, so that's not even an issue. But for people who want to reach out and learn more about this opportunity and your story, where is the best way for them to reach you, whether they're on the either side of this situation, whether, whether they have offered a help, you know, or you'd describe it much better, like who needs to be having a conversation with you?
1: Yeah. So um, the, first of all, any, any woman in sales and marketing that has been pushed out of her job get a hold of me immediately. Go to fwdrevolution.com and you'll find ways to put in your job application. We even have an application for, I don't know how I fit in this, but I want to be part of this badassery. Like just come, we will find a way. Um, For clients that are, for companies that are looking to stand behind what they've talked about all these years about supporting diversity initiatives and maintaining ultimate culture within their organizations you need to be part of this bandwagon you need to find us because we're going to be able to bring so much talent and breadth to what needs to be a highly pivotable marketing and sales experience
0: oh, and a and a, and somewhat of a safety net for them
1: huge huge because we've got a bench of 2 to 300 experts you can't come up with a problem that we can't fix. Right? You can try. Don't be jerk <laughs> about it. Yeah. yeah don't try.
0: To... don't do it on purpose. It's, this been... is not a challenge. Yeah. This is not a. This is not a challenge. We're not. Yeah.
1: Um. And it, you know, we really, for those of you, for those that are looking, we hear a lot that there's so many companies that are having this conversation around the their boardroom of how do we help with the female recession, and there's no good answer to it. We are the good answer. We are the people that can help you not only support your missions, but share the platform of abundance and making work a beautiful and effortless part of life where people can truly thrive in their genius because they have the power to make decisions. That is a gift that I think everybody can use right now is a little more power in their lives.
2: So tell me again, the website.
1: It's FWD revolution.
0: FWD revolution. Awesome. And you know, I'll be there.
1: Forward revolution. We've got to, and really the focus is on the evolution because this is how, this is how we make change. And we're the next step. Yeah. And we're looking for anybody who, wants to be loud and mouthy and scream from the mountaintops with us, because this recession is not okay. And those of us that are caring for others are not okay. We have a place for you. And as we grow, we're going to make sure that we have a model that we can share with other industries, because I don't know how to be an engineer. I really don't want to. there should be an engineer that's out there starting their own revolution.
2: Absolutely. So thank you so much for being so open
0: with your story, but then also sharing the passion of what it can turn into. I know, um, I know I'm inspired by you. I love just having conversations with you. I know somebody has heard you today who absolutely needed to hear this message.
1: So thank you. And I'm just so blessed that we were connected. I think having a, having a network that really knows your values and knows who you are is one of the biggest blessings in life. So now I count you as part of my blessings.
0: Thank you so much for joining me on the ready yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts or check out the Work With Erin page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Erin Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.